it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. and salutations everyone it's rich wilson welcome to fantasy baseball live today is the 13th of march about four o'clock in the afternoon it is a monday and tim this is a redo of yesterday's show because the recording did not take well i had something wrong with my computer my voice was skipping somebody said it sounded like uh when you like something with your dirty windshield and you were trying to clean it and, and as long as you could ignore the the skipping it was great and it was a shame because it was a mm. two-hour podcast so yeah that is truly a shame i say fire the production crew myself you know like yeah it's, it, it, but, but then again that, that that's a tough one because we don't have a production crew rich like it yeah no i got it was, it was me and it's yeah and it, it, it could it be that i'm not good at i mean clearly i've not great at the production side of that. I admit that this is not something I ever studied and so forth. And I got a very uh, poignant email that told me that uh, CBS and the Atlantic can do a good job. And why do you have so much trouble? I'm like, well, we don't have somebody that does this. I mean, it's it's me doing everything on my laptop. Well, and and sometimes and stuff gets screwed up. Yeah. And yesterday was wasn't a good day, right? Right from the get go. Because we spent, what, must have been five minutes, and you spent time before that trying to find all of the the opening song and, yeah. you know, the the lead into the show and everything else. And, uh, and then it, consequently, it just, I forgot to check the levels before we started recording because we right. were running late. And it, it just, it, yeah, yeah. it wasn't good. It was a good. big show with a lot of topics. And, yeah. And I, yeah. I, it's all my fault. I screwed up. I own it. And we're going to redo it, but we're only going to do the sleepers, Tim. You can't. What did somebody somebody tweeted out? He says he feels like it's the Lost Beatles uh, episode or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did take it down. I, it, wish I hadn't. Uh, Johnny Johnny Late Tweet says, darn, wish I hadn't gone to sleep early and got to listen. Lost Beatles tape vibes. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, yeah, pretty much. I did that, save it. I did save it on my my laptop so i do have it maybe i'll put it out as a you know down the road so people can listen so (laughs) yeah no it was a marathon when we got done yesterday uh 
the happiest person in the world was Jody because she didn't have to listen to me. I was plum talked out after yeah, two I was, hours. So, I was uh, done too, and I, I apologize uh, to you, uh, Timmy. I know you prepared a lot. You don't have I, you don't I, have to apologize. Yeah, Things happen. I, that's like that's, that's the way the world is. I appreciate you know, everybody's I, you know, patience. There are lots of tons of nice tweets. People just giving me encouragement. Don't give up. Don't let uh, don't let the bad guys get you down. Who were complaining, and you know, yeah. hey, it is it is what it is. And we're we're here to live yeah. another day, Tim. Yes, and that is a very very good thing. A very wise man when I got into sales many years ago said something to me that I tried. Uh, I tried to hold close to me, and I'm, I'm going to share it with you, Rich. At the end of the day, when you're done your day, you have a tendency to have interactions with, I'll just pick an even number of 100 people. 99 out of 100 people are a pure joy to interact with. But what do you remember? You remember that one person that gave yeah. you flack, gave you aggravation, forgetting about all of the other joy joys that people brought into your life if you can remember that 99 and forget about the number one that one person <laughs> you're in a good place and i try I tried to operate under that philosophy it didn't always work but i tried and yeah it's it, i think it, i think it's, it's a it, i think it's a sage, sage words yeah it is it's sage advice timmy uh, so before we get started with the yes. closers timmy just because we always yes. talk about everything something mm -hmm. happened with trevor bauer i have to give you kudos you were right I thought that some Major League Baseball team would sign him, and he is not. He is signed, but not with a Major League Baseball team. He's going to be playing in Japan. Yeah, he signed a one-year deal with the Yokohama DNA Bay Stars, uh, pending a physical. Uh, I was sort of surprised that somebody from Japan offered him offered him that sort of money as well. I, you know, again. Uh, it was. I, I just wasn't certain what was going to happen, but it looks like he's got one year to get his house in order in Japan, prove he's capable of pitching, and if he does pitch well, I think there will be potentially opportunities down the road. Yeah, maybe he'll, time will another year of separation from his uh, struggles in the past to uh, mm. you know next year will probably help, and if he can prove that he can still mm. pitch. You know, maybe he'll get some takers, yeah. Tim. Yeah, maybe maybe he will. But, uh, again, for those that took a flyer on Trevor Bauer late, and I did in a couple leagues, uh, unless it's a keeper league, salary-related, or you got him real late, it's pretty well time to move on. Yeah, I got him in two dynasty leagues, Tim, and uh, it's it's been a killer. Oh. I've, I've held on to him yeah. for two years, and it's just burning a hole in my pocket, and it's – you know, it's. Yeah. I guess it's time to move on because I mean, what if he loves it yeah. over there? <laughs> he yeah, stays. he can spend the rest. Yeah, <laughs> spend the yeah, rest he of his life need there. Money. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't need me. He doesn't need money. So yeah, he could he could find himself enamored with Japan, love it over there. Again, he could prove to be a real asset to the club, and yeah, he could stay there the rest of his career. He he doesn't. You know, he could develop that. Well, okay, it's your loss, Major League Baseball. Yeah. So and, uh, yeah. I don't know if we've only got seven bench slots and I don't know if I can take up another bench slot uh, with two guys with teams mm -hmm. that I am competing for the championship in both leagues now. At least I yeah. think I have a shot at it and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm done, Tim, which means, of yeah. course, he's going to come back and win multiple Cy Young. So that's what that's so, what that so what you do course. is you, you trade him for a fourth or fifth round draft pick to a team that's rebuilding. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I will yeah, put them on. I will yeah. put them on the block to see if anybody wants. Uh, I'll take a flyer mm-hmm. on them, but that right. just means you know. Do you take a give me a fourth round pick, and then save your fab money that you might be competing with everybody else when he hits the. Uh, so I don't know. I will see what people what, how people react. Yeah. I'll let you know next next Sunday. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Uh, the other thing is, you told me before we got on the air because I have not been. Uh, I was watching some games. It looks like it's raining down in Florida, which was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jose uh, Quintana looks like he is going to miss some time. Well, yeah, Mike uh, Puma of the New York Post reports that the Mets are shutting down Jose Quintana from throwing for three months. Sorry, it's going to be longer than three. Uh, just throwing for three months. Yikes. Yes, he's not going to pick up a baseball for three months. That means you're looking at probably four and a half most of the season. Uh, that's 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 tough news for the Mets who are counting on him. But at the same point in time, it opens up an opportunity for David Peterson and Tyler McGill. So uh, when you get ready to start, if you haven't drafted yet, it's something I think that you should really consider. And if you have drafted, uh, there's an opportunity to spend some fab money on that first fab run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, people now is the big week to start uh, drafting Tim, and that's yeah. the reason that we're here today. And that's where we're going to list all of our clo- all of our closers, all of our sleepers, and there yes. are a ton. Uh, I've got, I don't know, we're going by position. I, we've got two per position. We've mm-hmm. got somebody who we think is under the radar, and then yeah. somebody who we think is a true closer. Did you change any of your names from yesterday? No, I'm going with exactly the same narrative uh, as well. I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna come in with my zero point zero lines at the end just because. <laughs> I don't I don't remember what I said, Timmy. I've just got the names. I'm sure it'll be yeah. different. And those who got I mean, thousands of people downloaded the first episode, so they'll be able to compare and let us know yeah. which uh, what what we said differently about this. But Timmy, let's go to first base. I'll, st- I'll let okay. you start it off. Give me your, your undervalued first base. Okay, my undervalued first baseman at uh, number 25 off the board with an ADP of 233 is Tristan Cassis of the Boston Red Sox. Number 25 is just a little bit too low for me. He's having a good spring with a couple home runs, six RBIs, a 346 batting average, and I think I think long term uh, he's going to be a guy, especially in you know dynasty keeper form. You're going to want to hold on to this kid. I, I I think he's got star potential, Tim. Um, I, uh-huh. I think he's he's to me he's Anthony Rizzo esque from a player standpoint and also okay. from a leadership standpoint. I just I I really like the player a lot. It's a guy that wasn't all that keen on when he first got drafted. He really had uh, he was just a hacker up there, and he's gotten a lot better. And I think we see him start to take off. Is it going to be a you know, a, a to the moon in the first year? No, but uh, I think he'll be very good this year. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't think this will be a career year, but as a corner infielder this year, I, I think he fits in there somewhere. Who did you go with, Rich? I went with a guy that we thought was going to be Tristan Cassis last year and was not. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and that is Spencer Turkelson. He was the 29th, for, he is the 29th first baseman off the board, ADP of 305. Uh, I, I said it yesterday. I'll say it again today. I know you agree. 
Is he this bad? I cannot believe he was as bad as he was last year. I, I don't even no. want to go back and look at the stat line, Tim, because it was depressing. I had him in a couple yeah. of leagues, and it was brutal. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I I agree. You know, I, I get it that evaluators, scouts evaluate, they make mistakes, but so many. I don't think I I heard a single evalu- evaluator down on Spencer Torkelson. So I, I have just have trouble with believing he is what we saw last year. So I, 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 really I, I saw him for an entire four games. Well, let's see. It was, he was there for six. I saw him four of the six games when he came to Somerset, which is in New Jersey. And the first ball that was thrown to him, Timmy, he roped it straight over the center field fence. And I went, wow. Yeah, he didn't that's... get a hit the rest of the four games, and he rolled over mm-hmm. on everything. Mm-hmm. And I saw that. I looked back at my notes. I think I told you this. And I ignored it. I said, that first hit, the wow. I mean, he just yeah. charged it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I probably should have been a little bit more uh, more critique on the player. But still, what was it, four home runs and a sub-200 batting average? I mean, he can't be that bad. No, I'm, I'm just pulling up his numbers now on my hyperspeed uh, computer. And, yeah, I... Last year, eight home runs, twenty-eight RBIs, two hundred three batting average, and six hundred four ops. Oh, so he did get over two hundred. Okay, so two hundred three and eight. Oh, yeah, I, I, I have to believe yeah. it's better. So I'm going as look. You get caught out late. You need a corner infielder. Spencer Torkelson. Who was your sleeper, Tim? Uh my sleeper. I'm sort of cheating on this one, as as we discussed yesterday. But I'm going with Derek Hall. Okay, he is eligible at first base in leagues that use five games, so that means he qualifies probably in Yahoo and ESPN, but uh, Bryce Harper's not going to be ready for a while, and Reese Hoskins did have nurse knee surgery in the off season. His ADP is 677. Okay, it's not like you're placing a huge gamble here, and this spring he's got four home runs under his belt so far, so yeah, in deeper leagues, UT, first base, I sort of like Derek Hall. Is he he only has five games at first base? Does he have any anywhere else? So he's a UT guy? Right now in most leagues he's going to be a UT guy, yes. And he's going to be the primary DH for the Phil, to Phillies. Okay, yeah. so there's that. It was yeah. a reach on my behalf. No, no, no. I, I, it's, I, have it's, a, I have him in three dynasty leagues, I think. I got him. Oh, sweet. I yeah, like well, it. I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to do with <laughs> So hold on, like, hold, uh, hold on, enjoy the first half ride, and yeah, we'll see. And I still don't know if he's any good. I mean, he was—he actually, when he came up last year, he was actually pretty good and really tailed off. So uh, I know he's having a good spring. Anyway, my guy is 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 our one of our favorite players, obviously Brandon yes. Belt. Uh, I don't know, and a thirty seventh first baseman off the board, ADP of four seventy one. Uh, to me, it's it screams sleeper, Timmy. This is a guy that can hit he's got power and he finally is out of san francisco i wish he yep. was 28 but he's not and uh mm-hmm. but i i'm with you i'm drafting him yeah i i'm sort of liking that 357 power alley in right center in toronto after they do the renovations this year uh, like i i just don't think brandon belt will get a better opportunity than the one he's going to get this year in toronto 
Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't hit, then he'll probably retire at the end of the mm-hmm. season or maybe midway through the season. It's Correct, all, yeah. we, all we could do, Timmy, I, I bring up this all the time, all you can do is yeah. like the setup. We can't right. play for the player. All we can do is tell you that the setup looks really, really promising. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, know your parameters and decide if you want to yeah. draft him or not. Timmy, let's go to second base. Who you got? Uh, second base, uh, I'm going with the... Uh, a second base shortstop eligible player uh, that's currently has a 21. Uh, he's 21st off the board with a 231 ADP, and it just seems a bit low undervalued for a, for a player that should be able to, based on what we saw last year, produce a 15-15 type season. And that's Bryson Stott uh, of Philadelphia. I like your guy more than mine. Uh, I've mm-hmm. never been a big fan of Bryson Stott, but I believe yeah. what was his ADP again? Twenty? Oh, excuse me, he's twenty third off the board. Twenty uh, first, two thirty one ADP. So you're looking at roughly what ten, fifteen, sixteenth round, mid teens. So these undervalued guys, I don't know, I don't know what we call them. I'm calling them undervalued. Maybe that's not the right yeah. word. But these are guys that if you we talk about it all the time. You go to the draft table, you have a plan. I can assure you, you're not going to get a star at each position. So there's going to be mm-hmm. some positions, Timmy, that you're going to have to pray that some guy you're going to get late is going to produce. And I think Bryson Stott can be one of those guys. I think he has a chance to be a top 15 second baseman mm-hmm. uh, along the way. And I think there's value in getting him with the 21st slot. So yeah, yeah, and I like your guy. I really do. At the draft I got, slot I, and with his history, it makes I got a lot of sense I got Chris me. Taylor, uh, three twenty two yeah. ADP. I didn't like him at the end of last season. I didn't realize that the Dodgers would be kind of playing it cheap, but they are. And I think, and with the injuries and the guys that are projected to be in play, Timmy, I think he's going to play. Well, yeah, and for from a late pick like that. With a history of being able to, yeah, hit the odd home run, steal the odd base, multi-position eligibility. I think he's going to provide value this year in deeper leagues. Who's your sleeper, Timmy? Actually, I don't remember who it was. Ah, my sleeper. Uh, As much as we joke about the Pittsburgh Pirates and Oakland Athletics, there are players on those teams that will help us. And I, I looked at Pittsburgh here. And right now, Rodolfo Castro looks to be the front runner for the job in Pittsburgh. He's got a home run, six RBIs, 240 batting average this spring, but he's going 39 off the board with a 444 ADP. Uh, I sort of like Castro as a deep sleeper type pick because if he gets that job, he's got full time at bats and something to build on. And I don't think that can be being igno- be ignored, even from a Pittsburgh Pirate. I, I kind of like the pick, Timmy. I think it's I think it's a great selection. Let's talk O'Neill Cruz real quick. Uh, I was down in spring training last week and got a chance right. to see the Pirates in action. I, okay. I have seen O'Neill Cruz play several times in the minor leagues, but I haven't seen him, I guess, in a, a year or so. I didn't see him at all last year. And you forget when you see him up close and personal, like how big this guy is and like how gifted of an athlete he is. It's just... Remark. I don't know if he's going to be able to hit enough, but gosh, man, that dude looks great on. He looks great in a uniform. Well, yeah. Did you happen when you were looking at him this year? Did you happen just off the top of 
you know, just off the cuff, and I know it's a tough question, but you happen to notice anything that you perceive to be different this year as compared to when you saw him in the minors coming up through the virus system? I'm going to say that he was a little bit... Now, I haven't thought about that, so you just asked. I'm going to say he's a, he seemed yeah. a little bit more under control at the uh, at the plate, which I think is a good thing. Ah, he's still ex- yeah, he, cool. he's still got a huge wingspan. He's going to he's going to yeah. strike out a lot, but uh-huh. maybe he'll be have a little bit better plate discipline, and if he can work more a few more walks, bat two sixty, he could be a superstar. Tim, there's no question. Well, sure. Yeah, he he could, and that's why I asked the question. I just thought maybe maybe you saw something, and you did, that uh, gives us a little bit hope for a better future around the strike zone. Yeah, let's hope. I mean, Timmy, first uh, home the first man, that dude, long legs with speed. It's uh, it's Gregory uh, Polanco, except I hopefully he'll hit more. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's that it's that kind of athleticism. Timmy, my guy is Edward. Uh, Julian with the Minnesota Twins. He can really hit. I think there's some power there. I have zero idea where he plays. He, I mean, he might even be behind Royce Lewis, but if once Royce Lewis is ready, but the, the guy can hit, Timmy, and, and at some point he seems like he's ready. I'm not sure mm-hmm. there's much to prove. Let's see if he gets a shot. If he does, he's going to make your waiver wire. I totally agree. Uh, I'm going to be tracking Edward. Julian very very closely this year and you're right he's going to make my waiver wire article if he gets the opportunity to play let's take a a break Timmy get back and uh, start on third base sounds good introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship icon of the seas the ultimate family vacation The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Another day, Timmy, another bank failure. So we have two oh, in we, two days. We had what, another, another one dropped? Signature Bank in uh, in New York. It's a small mm-hmm. bank that uh, was actually interesting. The, the guy, so, so uh, Dodd-Frank, which were the two famous uh, um, congressmen who came up with the re- legislation named after them for, you know, when we had the financial crisis, he, the Frank fellow, 
Barney Frank yeah. was actually on the board of Signature Bank. Oh, <laughs> it still works out. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh. wow. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I think they were yeah. another. I think they were a crypto bank. Another kind of mm. trying to. So it, that didn't work. So we'll see, Timmy. And there's a bunch of banks. I'm looking at the TV now that were down 50 and 60 percent. Their stock was today. So there's there's still some that's, other stuff out there that's not gonna not gonna end well. Yeah, it's as Yogi would say, it's not over till it's over. Yeah, exactly. And and it, the, yeah. the other is like there's, and when you live on the beach, Timmy, we have what they call them palmetto bugs, bugs down here, but they're really roaches. Never heard of them. <laughs> they're, they're really oh, roaches. Okay. <laughs> <So> they <laughs> just fancied the name up for the, they just, for they, the neighborhood. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They're water bugs. They're roaches. Whatever you want to call them. Uh, okay. And they they That's are plentiful. Cool. And one of the things that you learn living on the beach is there is no such thing as one cockroach. So there's uh, usually, and so I think that's true in life. There's usually, when you usually find one, there's going to be more. So Yeah, they didn't get there by immaculate deception. Exactly. Uh, third base, Timmy, who is your guy that's uh, going later than you think he should be? Well, uh, yeah, I'm going with a guy that I thought was going to be great as a rookie, and wasn't, and showed up last year and played really, really well in the absence of Fernando Tatis Jr., and that was Hassan Kim. I think he's got his legs under him now, and at number 23, 255 off the board, it just seems a little low for me for a player that will give you some pop, give you some speed, and this year is going to be hitting, apparently, in the leadoff role for the Padres, a team with a lot of offense behind him. So I like Hassan Kim a lot. I'm not even giving you a 0.0 because I agree with you. I thought he was overvalued when he first came into the league, but now mm-hmm. I think he's undervalued, Tim. So I, I, I yeah. love the pick there. Mine is, I, I love this pick. I've taken him, I think, in the two leagues I've drafted in, and that's Anthony Rendon. I think it's about health. If he's not healthy, this is a wasted pick. But if he is, he's going to produce better than a 236 ADP, in my opinion, as a 20th third baseman off the board. So I'm going to yeah. cross my fingers and pray that he's going to be healthy, and uh, and hopefully that'll carry me to some stat lines that I didn't get last year. Well, I I like this pick a lot. I'm regretting the fact that I don't have him in, I think, but one dynasty league. Uh, you know, you're looking at a player, if he is healthy, who's got the potential – to be top 10 at his position, a position that doesn't have a lot of talent after about Gunnar Henderson for the mm-hmm. most part. So, I uh, know I, I'm regretting. Well, Manny Machado was and, pretty good. Well, yeah, but after seven, though, after Gunnar. Oh, seven. Oh, seven, yeah. seven. Okay. That's what you said. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, me- there isn't much there, really. Yep. And uh, I think Anthony Redone, I mean, going after the 15th, I mean, I, I don't know, Timmy. The, again, to me, when I was, Drafting my NFBC team, I looked at him and I said, you know what, I'll wait on third base. And I got him, I jumped a round or two early, and I got him. I felt really good about it. We'll see how it ends. Tell me who your yeah. sleeper is at third. My my sleeper at third uh, is currently the 60th third baseman off the board. I, I'm going real deep at third base with an ADP of 716, which means you're going to get him in every league should you choose to. This spring, uh, four homers, 13 RBIs. He's having a great spring, but so is his competition for a job. That's Spencer Steer. I'm going with Christian Encarnacion Strand. Yeah, he's got huge power to me. A little swing and miss mm-hmm. in his game, um, yeah. but it's a... He's 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 a prospect for sure, and uh, I think I had him 
12 on my list in Minnesota. It is Minnesota, right? Or is it Cincinnati? It's Cincinnati. Cincinnati, yeah. So yeah, there's always, always yeah. chance to play out there. So, uh, Well, that's going to look real neat, the back of his jersey. His name's going to start on one elbow and go right across the shoulder oh, it def- to the it, other elbow. Oh, it definitely does. It, it definitely does. <laughs> yeah. I've seen it. I've seen him play live, and it's it's actually very, very funny. My guy, Timmy, I'm telling you, Ooh, this guy has a chance to like be a it. star, and this is Curtis Mead. He is the 52nd uh, third baseman off the board, 639 ADP. Had a chance to see him down in Florida. Again, a chance to watch him on TV today. If you like Wanda Franco, which you should, you're going to like Curtis Mead. They're very similar player. Mead might have a tad more power. Uh, Wanda Franco might have a tad more speed, but they both can really, really hit. And I think this is going to be your third baseman, maybe second baseman. Um, I think he'll be your third baseman by sometime mid-season. Knowing it's the Rays, Rich, do you have any concerns based on the Rays' history of platooning. Do you of have course. any cons- concerns? <laughs> of course I do. Of course <laughs> I do. I mean, what, I, I don't know what else is. I mean, if you don't, I, I mean, you get you your head in the sand. That indicates no. he might not be that platoon player. Or? Yeah, I mean, he, he has no platoon splits. So, I mean, there's definitely not that. I mean, he is definitely a full-time player, both sides okay. of the plate, that type of thing. I mean, it's right. there should be no issues there. Uh, but there's many times no issues with some of the guys the platoon. They just, I mean, they play the odds and go, well, gee, this guy's a better left against lefties than you, so we're going to play him. But you you don't have 50 guys on the active roster, so you you've got to have some full time players, and they've got a Rosarina, they've they've got Wanda Franco. If Curtis Mee mm-hmm. can be that third guy, I mean, mm-hmm. I I. It seems like the right play. He can hit, Timmy. That's all yeah. I know. Okay. And there are no platoons. Okay. Hey, you know who I saw that looked really good? Who's Josh that? Lowe. Yeah, he's having a good spring at the last I looked. Yeah. He hit. He was hitting the ball hard when I saw him. And it was – I've always loved the player. It's just – you know, he's just gotten buried, Timmy. He's come up a couple of times yeah. and hasn't played well. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, so the call out for Josh Lowe. Don't forget about him. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing might be able to be applicable to Brujan, right? Yeah, I didn't get a chance to see him play, but yeah, those are two okay. elite prospects. Uh, yeah. And I, I do like Josh Lowe a little bit more than Brujan. I think there's I, I think there's more power with, uh, well, there is more power with Lowe, but, I, you know, it's interesting. So what I also okay. find interesting is coming up, there was Josh Lowe, Nathaniel Lowe, Nate Lowe, and uh, right. and then uh, Brandon Lau. Lau, yeah. so, yes. So the order that everybody thought they would like perform when they were in the lower minor mm-hmm. leagues, Josh Lowe, a bit of a drop, Brandon Lau, and then a fairly large drop to Nate Lowe. And I think, Timmy, mm-hmm. it's just the opposite. <laughs> so tells you yeah. how much I, we know. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, heading into this year, yeah, it would be Nate, Nate, Brandon, and Josh in that order for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah with pretty big drops in between, and it's uh, and a huge drop mm-hmm. to Josh Lowe that I'm not, I'm, right. I'm unwilling to give up on. Timmy, let's move the shortstop. Who you got? Okay, well, you know, I could mention Hassan Kim again, but uh, I, I'm going to go with a bit of a long shot. I a guy that was top five of this position not all that long ago, currently has an AD, ADP of 166, and... I'm looking at Javier Baez in the same light I'm looking at Torkelson. 
they can't be as bad as last year. So I, I'm going to go with Javier Baez late as a middle infielder, hoping for a bounce back. I, I hope you're right. I do have him in the dynasty league, but boy, Timmy, I mean, yeah, no, you it's... can argue he was worse than Spencer Torkelson. <laughs> it, it well, was, he had a proven it, history. <laughs> yeah. It was really, really brutal. Yeah, it it was definitely. Uh, I, told, got, Rich? I told long oh, stories sorry. of my trip down to uh, Florida yesterday in our Lost podcast, and I, had a ch- I stayed in the same hotel where all the Yankees were staying and uh, had a chance to talk some to some people, acquaintances, I guess is the right, right thing, and I asked a lot about Volpe and Timmy, and looking in their eyes and the way they were talking is they want Volpe up. They, and there's, I think there's getting a better chance that he breaks camp with the team. They love this kid. I think they like him better at second. Uh, and I've got Volpe as I'm moving him up my boards, Timmy. He's going as a 30, the shortstop off the board. I'm assuming based on the spring he's having and also just the public vibe that's out there. He's starting to, to, to get up earlier in drafts. Do not sleep on this kid, Tim. This is a, this is a talent and, whether he comes up and performs or not, I don't know. But it's the setup is looking very, very promising. So if he moves to second, can we just play around with this for a second? Yep. If he moves to second, that would mean Glaber Torres has to find a home somewhere, right? He goes to third. He goes to third. Josh Donaldson goes to the retirement home. And uh, again, we've got Oswaldo Cabrera in right field. Is there any chance early on because this kid is having a massive spring is there any chance that jason dominguez takes aaron hicks's job and runs with it right from the get-go this year timmy if they did that it would be truly awesome i mean that would be ball that would be ballsy i mean that would be truly a ballsy move and not something the yankees typically do Right. So he's I just mean, the kid is looking so he's, <clears throat> look, he's looking as good as Volpe's looking the good this spring. They're that's probably the two best players on the Yankees team this spring. It's got they got to both be up there. Yeah, well, they got some guy named Judge who's, who's pretty good. So, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's not taking Aaron Judge's job. That ain't happening. No. Um, I mean, look, uh, <laughs> yeah, somebody yeah. Uh, Harrison Bader just got hurt. So I mean, it opens. Right. It, I don't know, Timmy. I mean, there's a there's always a chance. Okay. Uh, I, I think it's unlikely. Uh, I can't believe they would. What would be great is all four of the kids came up: Cabrera, Peraza, Volpe, and Dominguez. And it's like, let's strap it oh. on and play ball. Then I would start <laughs> to get excited if I'm a Yankees fan because now, I mean, they're starting to build that core again. Um, but I think that Cabrera and Peraza have the best chance of breaking camp, followed by Volpe, and then followed by Dominguez. But that's just a guess. And knowing yeah. how the Yankees operate a little bit, I mean, they're they're a bit of a belt and suspender type type of organization. They don't usually take risk like that. Right. I'm not a big Yankees fan, but I'd I'd be excited if three of three of the four of those kids break camp. That I'd be smiling on both sides of my face. Yeah, they, just they, because we get an opportunity to see them a little bit earlier than we anticipated. And they're the Yankees. They don't care about seven years of team control and all that no, nonsense. If, to me, if those guys are ready, if Volpe is ready, he's coming north. If Peraza is ready, I think he has the best chance to break camp as your starter, and that's going to be at shortstop. And I think right. Kiner Falafa, though apparently he's put on some muscle this year. I, that's that's what they were saying. So he's yeah. in better shape. We'll see. Um, the Dodgers will be excited. 
Yeah, that maybe most of the time. But Josh Donaldson is the wild card. I mean, he is he's a veteran, and you know the the, the Yankees very much value the veteran presence and blah 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 blah. So he's got to get hurt, I think, for things to really start to happen, or really struggle in the first couple of months. Yeah, and then change will it'll just be a natural pro- progression. If I mean the Yankees have lost a lot of their pitching. They get off yeah. to a slow start, and Donaldson's hitting two ten with, mm-hmm. you know, with a six thirty ops, yeah. and Volpe's tearing a cover off the ball. It, you know, maybe he's playing third base, and Scranton, yeah. and all of a sudden he comes up, and it's bye bye, uh, Josh Donaldson. Yeah. So I mean, that yeah. could be what you know what happens. But I think it's time to get excited about rostering Anthony Volpe. I so, agree totally. Who's your sleeper? Okay, my sleeper, I'm going to number 36 off the board, and he only qualifies at shortstop, but uh, if things break right, about two weeks into the season, he's going to qualify at second base. He's currently got an ADP of 520, uh, and that's Bryce Terang. It looks like he's still in line for that second base uh, gig in Milwaukee, and if you're looking for a gamble on late speed, uh, I'd add him to your list. Bryce Strang's a, a nice little player. It's a great call by you. I love it. I've got my guy, Michael Garcia, M-A-I-K-E-L, uh, came up for a little bit of time last year with the Royals. A very good shortstop, uh, so he can probably play short, third, or second. There's really no room for him, Timmy, but another guy that, you know, if you like Massey enough to hold him down, I, I think there's an opportunity for him at some point in the season. So he's going as an ADP of 696. Yeah. How do you compare him to, say, some odd Taylor? Uh, it, how do they stack up? So uh, so Garcia is is probably two grades better of better defensively. So that okay. gives him more opportunities and options for the Royals mm-hmm. to put him in. Smod Taylor's got more fantasy appeal because he's a double plus runner. And if he does oh, okay. get a, if he does get a chance, there's he, he could he could steal some bases with some pop. I mean he's a very, very interesting fantasy guy. Garcia's a little bit you know, he's he's probably the better baseball player and therefore given a crowded lineup, he might be given an opportunity for Samad Taylor. But I, I like Samad Taylor a lot. So Okay. Yeah. No, cool. Uh, I, ju- I was just curious how the two of them ran together uh, in the Kansas City hierarchy. I think if you look at my – I'm pretty sure I had Samad Taylor ranked higher on my mm. prospect list than Garcia, and I think for good reason. I think Samad Taylor is the better potential fantasy option. I just think for this year Garcia has a chance because he's already done it. He played well when he was up and he's a plus defender. It's kind of a, he's kind of like Oswald Peraza, not as good, but kind of in mm. that he could plug in now and not hurt you on the field. Kind of the way Pena was last year. You didn't like know, Tovar, Tovar maybe Tovar, in Colorado. Tovar, yeah, those guys that are really good defenders and nobody knew if Pena was going to hit. We thought he would hit. Yeah. But right. you knew he was gonna. He knew he was gonna play really good defensively. So you bring him up and cross your fingers that he hits and he does. And, and basically, yeah. it was one. I think rookie of the year or close to it. I can't remember. It was so long ago. And I <laughs> yeah. think the same thing is true with with Tovar, with Garcia, these guys. And I, again, Garcia is definitely several rungs below these players we're talking about from a fantasy upside standpoint. But defensively, he's in. He's in the team pitcher and can really help. 
So ah, cool. Let's move to the outfield, Timmy. Who you got? Okay, I'm going with a guy that I fell in love with a couple of years ago, and he hasn't really delivered. But I think now is now is the time with outfield being a little lean after you get out of the top fifty. And I'm going with Lane Thomas, who's currently going as the number sixty-seven outfielder off the board, which means you're looking at him as a number five, ADP of two ninety-two. I think we're looking at a player that has ah, twenty home run, ten stolen base. 85 run scored potential because he's going to be hitting at the top of the lineup apparently in Washington this year. So I sort of like, uh, I like Lane Thomas because I think it's a better fit this year. Uh, he's not looking over his shoulder. And I think what you're paying for is what you're going to get maybe a little more. Yeah. I mean, it's opportunity, Timmy. It's, it's, right. is he a great player? I don't think so, no. but he's got no. the opportunity and you know, that's what you're looking for, Tim. You want a bat. Yeah. And well, he's he, going to get them. Yeah, if you can get at bats from your fifth outfield, where you're, you're in a good spot. Who's, you, I'm assuming you got some other outfielders as well. I I got one more. Yeah, and uh, that's that's a kid in Chicago. Uh, Ooh, Oscar Colas at number yeah. eighty three with having an a good spring. Yeah, I, I took the stats as of Saturday, where he was eleven for twenty-seven with a home run and a stolen base. He had another home run yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I I think he's the front runner for the for the job in Chicago, and at, at number eighty three, he is more than warranting of taking a chance, in my opinion. Yeah, you're gonna like you're gonna like the look of this guy in a uniform. It's it's definitely a big, strong, strapping kid. So uh, yeah, uh, I I like him, Timmy. I think it's a great call by you. I've got two kids as well. I've got yeah. Esther Ruiz who. I, again, it's the setup. You love the setup. Yeah. I think, uh, oh, the guy they got from uh, Miami just got sent down. Um, Blade, JJ. Yeah, JJ Blade got. So I'm assuming it's Ruiz's job out of the shoot. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy's a plus runner. He stole gazillion bases last year. There's a little bit of pop he can hit. He's a good defender. It's all there, Timmy. Does yeah. he wet the bed? He very well could. <laughs> but to yeah. me, this is the. You know, give him as your fourth or fifth outfielder. This is the time to do it, and I think he is the pick this year for me. Yeah, well, you know what? For him to get passed on the depth charts, he's going to have to wet the bed. Yep. He's going to get every opportunity to own that job, and with owning that job comes the potential for a ton of stolen bases. There was a oh the guy that the third baseman that they got from Toronto, Oakland did uh, last year. Uh, and there was oh. a perfect, it was a perfect setup for him. He got Kevin the job. Yeah. Kevin Smith. He got the job yeah. out of spring training. Right. It was all set up for him and he wet the bed mm-hmm. and he was gone yeah. by, I don't know, May 30th or something like that. He was gone. Never heard from yeah. him again. That same thing can happen to Ruiz. It happens all the time, mm-hmm. but you love the setup and Ruiz with the stolen bases is there. My next guy is another is talk about wetting the bed. That's <laughs> Jared Kalanick. Uh, yep. He is going as a 289 to wrap behind Esther Ruiz. He's having a really good spring. Kind of what we said about Torkelson, kind of what we said about Javier Baez. He could be this bad. I, I just refuse to believe it at the moment. Well, he's having a pretty good spring last I looked and it is, it's definitely his job to lose. The only thing I would suggest is an ounce of prevention. And if you're looking at Kellenek, it might be wise to also roster Dylan Moore. Mm-hmm. Just 
just to just to just to have a handcuff there because if one doesn't get it, you know, if Kelnick doesn't uh, doesn't perform a month into the season and he's still struggling, I I don't think the Mariners will hesitate to give more of the opportunity. So. I'm going to go with my sleepers, Tim, uh, because if I recall, you love my sleepers. I love these sleepers, Mm -hmm. I think. I I, I do, too, yeah. The first one is Tim's guy, and I stole him, and it's James Outman. Uh, (laughs) He looks looks fantastic in the spring. Every time – I've watched probably five or six of their games on TV, and it seems like he's playing in every one of them. And the announcers are always, how are the Dodgers going to leave this guy behind? I mean, he is – doing everything right and i think everything i think it's all sitting there and he's a good player uh it why would he have to why didn't anybody really know about him when he was younger he wasn't very good it's it's he worked hard he worked hard it's all coming together for so i love james outman at 118 outfielder dustin harris at 178 he nobody is drafting this guy uh texas ranger outfielder uh, it's all set up for him as well. There's the Rangers have a building a good team. They don't have a strong outfield. Watch out for Dustin Harris. And then my really really deep sleeper is Parker Meadows, Austin Meadows' little brother in Detroit. Same logic. There's not a lot of depth at all in Detroit, and he has gone back to his old swing. And he has he played very well in the second half last year. He's having a solid spring. So watch out for Parker Meadows in the second half. Well, yeah, as it's sitting right now in Texas, Leody Tavares is hurt. So it looks like Bubba, Bubba's going to get first shot. But if Bubba doesn't succeed, I don't think they'll hesitate to give Harris a look. Do you? I wouldn't think so, Tim. He's a good no. player, and he, nobody's yeah. talking about him. And I'm not sure why nobody's. Maybe I, maybe I'm overvaluating him. It could very well mm-hmm. be true. But I've seen him play enough yeah. that I'm I'm I'm. I think this guy's a chance to be a full time regular, not a star, but a full time regular. Who you got, yeah. Tim? Okay, uh, my first guy is a guy that I've rostered in several teams, including Tote uh, last weekend uh, at 101. With an ADP of 490, I'm looking. I'm looking at Alec Thomas. I look at the minor league numbers, and I see a really good player. And I know we didn't see it last year, but he's got the job. He's having a good spring. I think people are just have just given up on Alec Thomas. They have. To. I, they have. And I, yeah, and I don't think they should be. He's a good player. Uh, you know, whether – is he a star? No. He's he's not close to Corbin Carroll. We all knew that Corbin Carroll had the higher upside. Yeah. But Alec right. Thomas was the lower risk guy, and I still think mm-hmm. he has a chance to be a full-time regular. I love the call there, Tim, and I love the fact that you drafted him in tout last week. Well, hey, if nothing else, I'm putting my, putting, putting my cash where my mouth is, that's for sure. Uh, number two, I've got uh, Stal Freilich at 111 with an love ADP it. of five. 551. Yeah, a couple stolen bases this spring, 400 batting average. He's looking solid in the WBC. And yeah, Mitchell has a hamstring issue. I don't know how serious it is. And Brian Anderson isn't a real great outfielder. He could end up at third base. So I I sort of like the situation for Sal Frelick. And I I think if he doesn't break camp, we definitely see him before the All Star break. I agree. I mean, I think I I love Harrison. uh, Garrett, I said Harrison Bader, Garrett Mitchell. Yeah. I love the story yeah. of Garrett Mitchell. If you don't know about yeah. it, read about it. Uh, very athletic, 
going to be a base stealer for sure, but he feels more like a fourth outfielder. Sal Fralick feels more like a full-time regular, and uh, okay. we'll see, Tammy. We'll see yeah. what happens. My third guy is, uh, we talked about him extensively yesterday, and I, I, I don't get it, but I, I'm betting on success. Obviously, a lot of people don't feel the same way as me, and that's Kyle Stowers in Baltimore. Going one, with an ADP of 122, sorry, 122nd off the board, an ADP of 574. Uh, I think he still has a job heading into the season, and as a late pick, uh, yeah, he's sporting a 407 OBP this spring. Then I think the kid can play. So that late, I think you got to look at him. The the Orioles definitely like this kid, Timmy. And they, every time I've talked to somebody in the organization, they mention him as a as a guy that people are overlooking. And uh, we'll see now. They they've got a who's who of batters in their minor league system, Timmy. They're all starting to get close. It's Colton Kowser is a big time prospect. Right. Uh, Kirk Stett's having a good spring. Uh, I don't know if he was the MVP of the fall league, but close to it. He had a good fall league. Uh, yeah, yeah, very good fall league. So he's playing yeah. well. and So they've got talent. So, but it is Stowers, so I think, coming out uh, coming out of spring training is going to have the job. And you like the setup, Timmy. That's all you can ask for. You can't yeah, exactly. play for the player. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> know, know your parameters. Understand them. <laughs> uh, Timmy, let's take a break and get back and do catchers and pitchers, and then let's get out of here. Sounds good. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I feel like it's a whole new podcast for me, Timmy. I, I, I have forgotten who most of your sleepers were. So <laughs> I, can, I can relate. As I approach my 65th birthday, every day is a new day. <laughs> and what happened yesterday becomes a little less relevant, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've got the – I put mine down in the notes, but I didn't know who yours were. So uh, <laughs> it's it's good to be reminded of who they are. So, I mean, let's go to catching, which is okay. surprisingly deep this year, I think, particularly for kids, even though Bo Naylor got sent down, which was a bit of a bummer. But, you know, who knows? Yeah, yeah I, he's young. I'm not too concerned about it. Who's your Who's your undervalued guy? 
My undervalued guy is going number 27 off the board with an ADP of 381. He's a platinum glove catcher. Uh, you're not going to look at huge numbers, but he is going to play. And last year, he hit 11 home runs, drove in 43 with a 248 batting average. And that's Jose Trevino of the New York Yankees. I I think as a late pick, I think he, I think it's a solid pick. So, excuse my ignorance. I guess I'm supposed to know this. I know gold mm. gloves. So obviously, I know what that. What's a platinum glove? The best of the best. Really. Yep. Is, are they going to have a titanium glove coming up to the, the well, best of the last I, five I mean, years or something like that? Yeah. Lithium. <laughs> Lithium. Pick your choice of battery manufacturer, right? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I think it's a great call. Part of the prompt Tim had is I took his two guys. But uh, tell me who your sleeper is, and, and then we'll come to me. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you know, taking Logan O'Hoppy, Rich. I, don't know I you know, want to talk I about. did, yeah, the uh, other guy. So who's your sleeper? Who's besides okay. Virginia? Uh, my sleeper is a uh, is a kid that all he's done is hit and hit and hit and hit more, and maybe this will be the year we finally see it at the MLB level, and that's Luis Camposano of the San Diego Padres, ADP of five hundred eight. He's number thirty four off the board. I'd stash him, you know, in a league that has seven slots, a redraft league. Yeah, if you're a little late on catcher, I think he's worth a look. That's, I, I, I strongly believe at some point in time this kid's going to get it done. I could be wrong, but I, I like the skills a lot. So there's there's a few axioms in baseball, uh, in fantasy baseball as well. Yeah. What do we do with all Cleveland uh, pitchers, Tim? Uh, everybody but Zach Plesek, we roster, yes. Right. And what do the um... – what do the San Diego Padres do with prospects? Uh, trade them. Right. Luis Camposano, they've never traded. And that could be one of two reasons. One, nobody wants them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there is that possibility. Yes, uh, or is. two, yes. they see something that they don't want to trade him. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say it is the latter. And that... Right. Austin Nola's, you know, he's a fine player, Timmy, but he can definitely be beaten out for the job. Well, yeah, I think if you look at from the offensive side of the game, the potential for Nola versus the potential for Camp and Sano, we're talking apples and oranges. Yep. It, it's not the same. No. Yep. So, I, I, I mean, I love the call. It's, it's a great call. And if, you know, if my two guys that I'm going to mention are gone – and maybe Bo yeah. Naylor is not there, and you're looking for that sexy uh, kind of prospecty guy. I mean, Luis Compensano is, is somebody that you might want to think about. Totally agree. Yeah. And all right, my well, guys are Logan O'Hoppy, which I have everywhere. So I'm yes. all in. I think Tim, you got him in, in tout, didn't you? Yeah, I've got him in numerous leagues as well. He's I, going as if, the eighth... if I go late on catcher, he's he's my target. Yeah, and Tim, you, everybody, if you didn't catch the podcast that we did yesterday and took down, Tim went through his his, lead, his team. He went closer early, which was a, a great discussion, but he decided to go catching late. And you got Logan O'Hoppy, and who did you get? Who else did you get? Uh, who else did I get? Trevino, I think. I'd have to pull it up here, and I can I can do that real quick. But uh, I'm let me just double double check here. Because again, memory's good. Recall, yeah, it can be a little bit shaky here. Tote Wars mixed draft team roster. 
I'm not mistaken here. No, I, w- I went with Travis Darno. Travis Darno. I did you who, get any Rod- had... Did you get any Rodriguez? Uh, no, I went went with Bo Naylor. Okay, Bo Naylor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, as my sleeper, I've got any Rodriguez uh, going as a thirtieth catcher off the board. Tim, love yeah, any love Rodriguez. Uh, I've, so, I've got so, him in. I've got him in labor. Solomon spring training looked great. Uh, he's a very athletic guy. He's going to be able to play in multiple positions. If he can't catch on as the Pittsburgh Pirate uh, catcher, then I think he could play first. He could play left field. There's a lot of opportunities for him. I don't think he breaks camp, though there's always a chance. Uh, but I think we see him at some time during the season. And yeah. it is the Pittsburgh Pirates, everybody. So, I mean, know your parameters for sure. Mm-hmm. But I do love the setup here. Yeah, as, as do I. I like the kid a lot. Let's go. The final is pitching, Timmy. Who do you got? Yes. Well, uh, before we get into this too deeply, I've got to say that I am thoroughly shocked that George Kirby is going three slots ahead of Logan <laughs> Gilbert. <laughs> it's right. wrong. It's just so wrong. Yeah, right? okay. We have a stake and lecker bit on that, so I'm, yeah, I'm feeling yeah, pretty yeah. confident so far. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, my first guy is with uh, Philadelphia, and he's currently going the 115th pitcher off the board, which seems crazy to me, uh, with an ADP of 327. Yeah, for a veteran starter on a good team that posted a 349 ERA last year with 12 wins, Tyon Walker is not getting as much love as he really should. Yeah, I I, I agree. Uh, he just he didn't last year either, Timmy, and he was pretty good. Yeah, like what do you want with you know mid mid three ZRA as your number six starter? Yeah, yeah. He was I and one league team. I'm very deep. I won the league last year, dynasty league, and somebody offered me a second round pick, uh, next year second round pick in a supplemental draft for Tywin okay. Walker, and it helped me my with my roster crunch, and I went ahead and did it, given how deep that draft is going to be next season. Uh, but I have him in a lot of leagues and look, he's not, he's not a number two, number three guy, but as your fifth, sixth pitcher, Timmy, you could do a lot worse than that. Well, yeah. And you know what? It's not your one, two and three that are ultimately going to win you your league. It's the guys in four, five and six that give you 150, 160 solid innings that are going to make the difference. Yeah, hey, I, I'm not saying that, you know, having a strong one, two, three is going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt you, but you still have to have nine pitchers in your lineup. And if you can't find a way to uh, make four, five, six, seven fit, you got problems, even with quality at the top. I, I got Miles Michaelis last year, Timmy, and it was a oh, godsend. Sweet. I mean, it was, I mean, look, the strike counts weren't there, but everything else was there. And it was oh, yeah. just, a, it was a waiver wire pickup, and it was just, yeah. it was perfect. That's exactly what I needed. And yeah. uh, that's the kind of stuff that that will win you leagues. The Taiwan Walkers of the world will mm-hmm. win you leagues. So. Yeah, you got, you, you got yourself a real pitcher last year with imaginary money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's all imaginary money. So, <laughs> so uh, okay, so who else? who's another pitcher, Tim? Okay, well, uh, I'm going with a pitcher who is currently at 117 with a 340 ADP. And this guy wasn't supposed to do it in his first year. And he wasn't supposed to do it in his second year. But he did in both of those years. Until it breaks, I'm still buying Cal Quantrill as a number 5-6 type starter. I think he got beat up. 
yesterday oh. and the uh WBC uh-huh. WBC is he is he Canadian? Yeah, right? yeah, I, th- I think Canada still st- still won the game by a large margin. But yeah, I don't think he eighteen was... to six or something like that. Yeah. Harry well, Ford it... hit a home run. Yeah, put us uh, put Team Canada in a good spot because the U.S. got spanked by Mexico, and if it goes to runs differential, the U.S. is in trouble. I you look to me. I I if. If the Dominicans and the, and the U.S. team don't make it through, that would be fantastic, right? I mean, just I love the story. And, like, Great Britain and, you know, some other team, Israel or something, makes it through. To me, that would be fantastic. Well, you know, I absolutely loved the other day watching, you know, Japan beat the, the Czech Republic. But looking at that electrician on the mound, striking out Shoei Otani, it just brought a smile to my face, it, you know. And looking at the enthusiasm in the Czech dugout, it's cool. It really yeah. is. It's there nice was, to uh, see those things. I forgot. I think it was Yamamoto. Uh, they uh, Rob Friedman. Do you follow him on Twitter? Yes, I do. Yeah. So Great he, yeah. So he had slow motion. I'm pretty sure it was Yamamoto's curveball, and Tim yeah. he threw the ball backwards. He has his thumb where his forefinger should be. And mm-hmm. and that's how he and in the 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 action that he gets on it's ridiculous. I mean, it, it literally. I mean, people talk about dropping it, off the table, and it's like yeah, it's, this one really does, and it's just I, remarkable. Yeah, and with any luck at all, we're going to see him next season in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I think he's got he's yeah. got a, it's not the ghost ball, but he's got another name for it. It's 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 yeah. pretty wild stuff. And well, like, he's oh, the best pitcher in Japan right now. He's five five ten though, Tim. I, I, somebody yeah. told me he was more like five eight, five nine. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Right. <laughs> I don't he know puts the, he puts the ball where he has to put it. Spin rates are great. Velocity is there. It, it's a total package. Again, he's five ten, but it happens. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was it was a little, it was yeah. a crazy looking pitch. So I encourage everybody to go out to Rob Friedman. Take a look at this pitch. I think I commented on it, so you may be able to go to my history and find it. it it's it's crazy stuff. So who else we got, Tim? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is that it? I got, I got one more. I went with three. Uh, and, you know, this guy's at 123 right now off the board. 347 ADP. And he looked really good last September. And he's looking even better this spring. And that's Hayden Wisniewski of the Cubs. Eight and two-thirds innings pitched so far. 11 strikeouts. No earned runs. Whip under one. And he's getting next to no attention. Uh, yeah. try, to, try, to name, try, to, try to name five Cubs pitchers, Tim. I, I don't know if you can or not. Marcus Stroman. Marcus Stroman. Marcus <laughs> Stroman. Marcus Stroman and Hayden Wisniewski now. There should, be, there should be an opportunity. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. a former Yankee guy. He's got a good arm. He's not a star, but, yeah, I think it's a good call by you. Thank you very much. My, my two, looking at on your well, side my two guys, I, you like one and hate one, so I don't really care. I don't hate one. Uh, yes, you do. 
<laughs> no, I, I know you care. Come on. My my, my uh, Jeffrey Springs uh, had uh, saw him pitch this uh, spring as well. Yeah. Uh, going as a 69th pitcher. That was uh, the there's there's a long story about the Rays targeting him in a trade and and basically stealing him from I forgot where he came it might have been Toronto or somebody I can't remember who it was, but anyway they loved everything about the guy but he wasn't pitching the pitch sequencing was all mixed up so they got him in okay. they changed the way that he was sequencing all of his pitches and he turned into a sub three ERA guy and it's looked good this spring. Another guy that I picked up that made a huge difference in my team last year. And mm-hmm. if I can get him as 69, so that's a number four or five pitcher, I'm yeah. good with that. So he's my first guy. And then well, Ron's... you know what, Rich? With, with Springs, you're drafting him as a number four or five. Doesn't that speak volumes as to just sort of reinforce the depth of starting pitching? Yeah. You know, you, you, you don't have to go with three pitchers in the first five rounds to make a good rotation, right? I I totally agree with you, Tim. Totally agree with you. Uh, my next guy is Ronsony Contreras. Uh, look, it. it's the Pittsburgh Pirates. I get it. Insert joke. <laughs> Insert the caveats all you want. I mean, I get it. Uh, but that mm. guy's got a great arm, and I think they screwed around with him last year again. It's the it's the Pirates. He should have been up for right. most of the season, and he spent most of the season in the minor leagues, and we needed to come up to him. He was pretty darn good. Yeah, I love the arm. Uh, I think if you're looking at 125 real solid innings, give Contreras a look. Uh, I think what we saw last year was just barely the tip of the iceberg, and I think it's going to be better this year. What do you think of Mitch Keller this year? I sort of like Mitch Keller because he's getting almost to the point where he's going to get traded. <laughs> Good. Yeah, he's probably got four, he's probably got four years, right? Probably four years in. That's that's about the yeah. time you trade him. Yeah, it's a good well, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anybody out there looking to trade uh, Mitch Keller for a fifth round uh, sub pick, give me a call. I'm all in. Mitch Keller, I think, is at ninety seven, ninety eight on the gun yeah. now, and yeah. he's always had a very good curveball. He's never had a great changeup. Timmy, it feels like something that a really good organization can tweak it, and all of a sudden he mm-hmm. turns into the guy. At least I always thought he would be. So uh, I, I wouldn't give up on yeah. Keller. Well, no, yeah, if you hear in the news, Mitch Keller has been <laughs> traded to the Houston Astros. Yeah, yeah. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye, if you can. <laughs> I think if they, any fill in a 29th team, any of the 29th teams, I would jump on them. So uh, I I, uh, I, kinda, I still haven't given up on it. Here's my two guys, Tim. Uh, wait a minute. So, well, I'm sorry, it's your turn. You, you Give me your sleepers. Oh. Okay, sleepers. Uh First one I'm going with is an Arizona Diamondback, and they're going to call up all the kids this year, I think. And one of the arms that I like a lot is Brandon Fatt. I think so, we're going to see him in the second half. I, I I agree with you. He might might see him before the second half. It is actually Brandon Fott. It's Fott? It is Fott. Uh, okay. Unless the, the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, – play-by-play guys got it wrong, but I think they're probably okay. better at it than we are. So it is, yeah. he, he said fought. Okay. But fat. That sounds good to me. It's, it's like, I, I've, been saying, <laughs> I've been saying, I've been saying uh, in their bullpen, I've been saying Magoo, right? Yeah. It's McGuff. It's McGuff. It's McGuff. Oh, the guy that like you I told, yeah, told like, me to draft, like, the, the Asian dude? Yeah. Yeah, like, I won't give you no guff, that sort of thing, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, it's like Wander Wander Franco. 
<laughs> like, mm-hmm. you, you mean you can't call Franco. yourself Franco? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. So. Once a year, MLB publishes or sends out uh, a list of proper pronunciations. <laughs> okay. And... Once I get a hold of that, I'm going to take a scan through it again and hopefully get more right than wrong. Uh, okay, so I, um, so yeah, I, I I love that. I love it, Tim. Good stuff. Good. Uh, All right, who's your uh, next guy? My my next guy, uh, Bryce Elder of the Braves, going two fourteen six nineteen ADP, and we discussed in detail yesterday the trials and tribulations of Ian Anderson, but I just have a feeling we're going to see Elder at some point in time this season. Is Anderson got a rotation spot this year? Number number five, I think, on the depth charts currently. Wow, wow. What do you what do you think? Do you think he comes back? Yeah. And, I mean, he was never a two or three, but how he was being drafted this time right. last year. I think he could be a number five. I think he could too, but I think the Braves are in it to win it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think if he struggles, they'll look to the minors and a replacement. And I think Elder could be that guy. Like I said, I think they'll have they'll have limited patience. You know, if, if at the end of April, okay, Anderson is sporting a six plus ERA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to go elsewhere, and that's where I think Elder might come into play. Yeah, when I did the research on the prospects, Elder, I mean, his stuff didn't rank all that great. So mm-hmm. uh, he was kind of more of a back of the rotation kind of guy, which is you know number five starter. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm pulling for Ian Anderson. I because I, I, I am too. I, I didn't I didn't want to be right about him. You know, I wanted him mm. to succeed, but mm. always thought he was four or five guy, and I I want to see him come back. It's I think too good of an arm, too good of a pitcher from just to fall off and not be anything. So right. And now it's your turn, Rich. <clears throat> my turn, Timmy. Use, I, use use the zero point zero button for my last two. Oh, oh, the last pick. Oh, you got three of them. Of course you did. Yeah. You overachieved. Go ahead. Who's this guy? Yes. Okay, Drew Rosinski of the Oakland A's at 250. He's not having a good spring, but he came from, from Korea for four successful years. Zero. So I got to mention Drew Rosinski, and UC Kikuchi is having a really good spring, and he's got the fifth job in Toronto. 203 off the board, 590 ADP. Uh, it's worth it for a pair of 0.0s to mention those just, two guys. Just, uh, just, I didn't do it on Kikuchi's. He's established, but Rosensky, I, I That was, you know, if you like listening to our show, hopefully you do. The I think the realness of which we come out when we were going through Tim's pitching rankings, there was a guy, was it 240 or 120 slots ahead of what the, it was some ridiculous number. It was probably Rosensky. It, it was. <laughs> and it's like, Drew Rosensky. Who is Drew Rosinski? And you're like, oh, let me oh. tell you about him. I go, oh, dear God. And I was like. <laughs> 20 minutes uh, later. I was just like, oh. uh, it's like I I just stepped into it. I knew exactly what you were going to tell me soon. It was like, oh, let me. He's in Korea last year. I'm like, oh, dear God, no. <laughs> and I, I, could, I could hear by your tone right away that you were having big time regrets for oh. making your prior statement. Oh. Yeah, one of, one of those moments. Moments, uh, one of those moments. <laughs> All right, so those are you got four guys. You got Kikuchi, yeah. um, uh, Rosinski. Who are the other two again? Uh, Bryce Elder and Brandon. Brandon fought. Fought. Okay, there we go. Fought. Brandon That's fought. He could be a dude, Tim. Yeah, he could be a dude. It's it's all there for him. And I, the thing I like about the Diamondbacks is uh, they're not showing any. 
you know, they're not being afraid to bring up these kids. No. Okay. And I, I, you know, they they brought Carol up last year and Alec Thomas. You know, McCarthy got himself a, a job and has performed very well. But I don't think they're afraid to to give this kid a look. And I think that counts. If he was in Pittsburgh, I wouldn't have nearly as much love. You know what I mean? Again, different situations in a big way. But I think Arizona will give this kid a shot. I think we're going to see Ryan Nelson. I think we're going to see Dre Jameson. Yep. I, th- I think you're going to see them all get a shot. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I think I think Brendan Fodd is is the chance to be a special guy. So we'll see. Hopefully, I, my two guys very quickly, yeah. Timmy. Uh, Kyle Bradish is throwing harder. The Orioles really are encouraged by what they're seeing this year with him. Uh, he's a guy that goes very late. He's going as a 139th mm-hmm. pitcher off the board. No, he's not a star, but he's got he throws really hard, and there there could be something there. And then my last guy is one of becoming one of my uh, big sleepers. I have not drafted him yet, um, okay. and that is Gavin Stone. Uh, I hmm. do think the upside of Bobby Miller is much higher, but Gavin Stone might be ahead at the moment just because he's got the the double plus changeup, Tim. And there's a mm-hmm. lot of people that believe he can come up to the major leagues on day one and get guys out. And I, I think I was. It was it was Dana Brown, the new Houston Astros uh, general manager. I heard an interview with him, and they were he was talking about all these guys being blocked offensively. And then he goes, "There is no such thing as being blocked when you're a pitcher, <laughs> because you yeah. need so many pitchers throughout the year." Mm-hmm. I think we I think we see both Gavin Stone and Bobby Miller. And don't you know it could be analogous like to Tony Gonsolin and Dustin May. You know, it could be where yeah. everybody was so excited about Dustin May and Tony Gonsolin kept pitching better, you know, and it's like yeah. Tony Gonsolin yeah. had the, the brutal breakout season last year again, Dustin May hurt. But don't be surprised if Gavin Stone is really good when he comes up. Well, yeah, I think if you look historically at the waiver wire, once the season commences, most of your opportunities there are going to be in pitching, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the the bats, you know, for who's first in line, who's next, they're fairly well known. A lot of them are rostered, but every each and every year we see pitchers coming out of nowhere, okay, that excel and pitch very, very well. So uh, I know it's a bit off topic, but that first two, three weeks of the season, watch the waiver wire real carefully. There are going to be pitching opportunities, and any one of the guys that I think we've mentioned as deep sleepers fall into that category. Don't snooze. I agree. Some of them are, you can draft them. Some of them, the guys, the, particularly the sleepers, you probably don't want to be drafting them, but you want right. to know about their name. You want to be on them a little early, particularly listen to us during the season, everybody. Tim is early on on the waiver wire. So he has given you names of players a couple of weeks before they get they get their shot. It's not always right, but boy, you're right more than you're wrong, Timmy. It's impressive. Huh. So I encourage everybody I, I thank to listen that, during Rich. the season. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, welcome. I appreciate it. You're wrong on the Japanese players, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no well, one is perfect. <laughs> and you know what? I would hate to deny you the opportunity of pushing that zero point zero. zero. Let's take our final break. If <laughs> we zero. get back, let's wrap this thing up. <laughs>
as with everything, Timmy, I'll get bored with the zero point zero, but it is a lot of fun at the moment. So <laughs> it's it certainly is. I love all the tweets. Keep them coming out there. I love all the tweets <laughs> from our listeners that uh, Rich brought up. Uh, to you 0.0 or you know is it is he really a 0.0 I, yeah there's a lot of fun comments out there on twitter so yeah. keep them coming I and it's it. all it's all done a jest i mean it's just mm. it's just a bit everybody we don't yeah. mean anything by it so uh no and the 0.0 is from animal house tim so that is ah, when, when john the gpas belushi, <laughs> the john belushi's gpa was 0.0 <laughs> yeah that's isn't that the interview where he had the pencils up his nose or Maybe it was I, I don't. I, movie, I was but, after they yeah. did something. I think raided mm. the sorority house or something, and they all got maybe it was called, the horse in the office. Maybe yeah, something when they all got <laughs> yeah. called into, I guess the dean's <laughs> office. It's not the yeah. principal's office. The dean. Speaking of yeah. television, Timmy. Yes. We are. So we we were taking a little pause from new TV shows, and we're okay. going back to an old classic drama. Classic drama. We are watching. The Sopranos, rewatching The uh-huh. Sopranos. Timmy, okay. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, it's no, just, I haven't. It's amazing. It, it, you forget we haven't watched it since it was originally it was originally broadcasted back in the nineties, and the mobsters in and this is all happening in New Jersey. So a lot of the scenes that you watch, I mean, I know where these places are and you know that the mob is like real in New Jersey. It is just remarkable. So, so Tony Soprano, the, you know, the, the mob boss kind of in New Jersey, he's the, the lead character. It's all centered around him going through therapy and really right. being torn about being a mobster and of course the next scene after he's talking with his therapist he goes out and kills somebody because he has to that's his job right yeah and it's it's just fascinating to see all this play and it's so well acted it's so good so if you're bored with watching the new stuff guys go back and give the sopranos a new spy it's so good yeah, I thought you were going to say something like Macmillan and Wife for Kojak, eh? But <laughs> Sopranos go, is a step above that. We might go back and watch Columbo. Mm. Yeah, he just uh, he just passed away, didn't he? If I'm not Did mistaken. he really? Yeah, in the past past week, yeah. Oh, well, that, that maybe that's why. I, I think I mm. saw a promo for his show on one of the many streaming networks that we get. It's just mm. like... Yeah, I, I get so you get somebody in for free. Like you, you go on the internet, and you say, "I want Peacock for free. Give me a code." And you're just <laughs> trying all these codes so you finally get it free for a year, and then it's like, mm-hmm. I think I was able to get it because my cable provider, I was oh, able to put okay. in that code, and I got Peacock for free, so I get to watch the baseball games again for a year. Yeah. So it, it, this stuff you go broke, Timmy, watching all these streaming uh, channels out there. Well, yeah, I know. I just picked up on Nickelodeon recently. That's pretty darn good. <laughs> oh, All right, Timmy, so you have, any, you have any drafts this week? No, this week's uh, sort of a quiet week. I, I'm getting in the car t- tomorrow and heading off with uh, with Jody to Selkirk, Manitoba, a place I've never been, north of Winnipeg, pick up a vehicle. So we're going to spend the day in chatting in the car, and I'm going to be on the road. What about you? Selkirk, Selkirk. Huh. I, yeah, when Selkirk. You, when, you, when you mentioned that in your text to me, I had no idea where that was. Uh, how many North hours? North of Winnipeg. It's many, only I, about four and a half. That's a long drive. That's, yeah, it's an average sort of drive for me when I, when I get out on the road. Okay. Yeah. What am I doing? Timmy, I got jury yeah. duty. 
You're going to court. Well, I good don't, for you. I have jury duty. Uh, it's I was supposed to start today, but uh, got the day off. It's supposed to report at eight thirty in the morning to the Bolivia courthouse, which is about uh, a half hour drive from my home, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully. Hopefully it's it's going to be a small trial. If I get on a trial, I don't want one that makes the yes. news or I'm there for three weeks. That would be a yeah. real bummer. So yeah, text me if you're sequestered. Okay, for the next month and a half. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's do. anything like that happening in our little county, but oh, okay, uh, I, I I do not want that. If if it's some trial like that, I will find a way to get disqualified. <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, hey. Either way, you might be locked up and tied up for a while. Sorry. The the, the only time I got I got, uh, I got called into jury duty about 20 yeah. years ago, okay. and it was in New Jersey, and I sat in the court, and I got called to a trial, and I was probably, so I guess, what are there, 12 jurors? I think that's what it is. That sounds right. So there's like 30 people yeah. they choose from, 40 people, something like that. So yeah. the prosecutor, I forgot what side it was. They asked me a couple of questions, and I gave them honest answers and they they dismissed me <laughs> so they didn't like what my responses were and i can't even remember what i said i think it was yeah. like what i did for a living maybe what what car i drove or some stupid like like meaningless thing something that disqualified me they didn't like what profiling I said. is wrong yes i i and guess you, they, it sounds like you got profiled yeah so uh, when yeah. i got dismissed everybody looked at me like you rat bastard because apparently this was going to be like a, a week-long trial and i was able to yeah. get out of it so i don't know yeah. The next, next guy out probably said, what, what type of car do you drive? An Audi. Yes, exactly. Or, or you know, who knows? I, 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 I don't know if it was my job. I, I forgot. They asked me the three or four questions. I can't remember them all. But it was yeah. definitely profiling. And I, I told them the truth. And whatever yeah. what, whatever answer I gave, they didn't like. So, and you and you were a happy camper, and, and I was a happy camper, and I got to, yeah. I got to leave too, so which is great. Yeah. Uh, so well, I'll, good, I'll... good luck in court tomorrow. Uh, I hope you're not tied up for any length of time. And uh, like I said, if so, we'll be doing the show by text for the next uh, month. Uh, well, I don't think they 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 don't meet on the weekend, so I can't be uh, sequestered. That would that would really suck. So, yeah. uh, Timmy, that's a wrap, my yes. friend. Uh, Good luck for the. Oh, I don't think there's no good luck. You're not doing any drafts, right? No, uh, no drafts. This no drafts. So everybody, well, good luck with your drafts out there. Again, I apologize about last yesterday's yeah. episode. It was my fault. There was something wrong with my machine, and I forgot to do a sound check. But Tim and I did a sound check today, and this one should sound good. I've still got my fingers crossed, Tim. Yeah. But uh, thanks for hanging yeah. in there with us. We appreciate it. Yes. Just always remember, A, shit happens. B, you're never going to change A. Get over it. Move on. Be safe. Be well, friends. Take care.